just that scene yeah. it just seems so so unfortunate. And, and but obviously, you know, the relegation happened. We lost to Chelsea on the final day. And, you know, I remember Per Franson beating about three men and Dennis Wise yeah. or someone clearing it off the line. And again, yeah. the, just a story of bad luck. It's not yeah. just bad luck when you go down. Of course, it isn't. But it did play a big part that season. So obviously, you stick with the club as we go down into the championship again. And we've still yeah. got Colin there, luckily, and he's, he's done a fantastic job at the club. And I don't think there was any any Bolton fans who thought that we should get rid, even despite the relegation. And you know, that was going to be a grumbling from some of the fans always when, yeah. when a team goes down. But we've, we certainly competed very well in the Premier League. And yourself, yeah. like you say, as a regular towards the end of that season, you were um, especially that with a goal against your former club in Villa yeah. after a fantastic strike off, uh, in off the yeah. post was it, was it a Bob Taylor knockdown from then I think, I think t- yeah Bob Taylor knocked down Tom had, had helped in there that and then it, yeah. I'd half volleyed it. and that, that's the day my daughter was, was born actually you're joking that happens so so often more yeah. often people realise when yeah. something like that's yeah. going on in your life and you manage to yeah. score a sort of cracking goal I, I, never, yeah. I never travelled with a team because I said, look, my missus is going oh, to labour. At the point, of course. Yeah, yeah makes so sense. I said to the colleague, I said, listen, my missus is going to labour. It's her first child. Went, no, 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 it's more important child <laughs> and families and all that. Lot. So, and, and on the morning... Oh, I thought I you meant Colin Tuff said it was more important. No. He came to the game. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, no, yeah, more important, so, yeah. obviously, that you, that you were, done, yeah. that if you needed to yeah. stay back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I didn't, and I spoke to the, the, the wife at the time and said, what, what do you think? He said, no, no, I'm fine. I'll be all right. So I went to the game in my car, Parked obviously a new couple of asked me they, they parked my car for me, played the game, and then I got back. And then I can remember the motorway on the way on the M6 was it been the M6 on the way back? It must have been the M6 on the way yeah, back. Yeah. It, there was an there was an accident. And and I, I pulled up, but all the Bolton fans knew that I was like trying to get back to the thing. So the, the coppers let me go through and, and I drove all the way around the accident and the police oh, wow. officers took me all the way down the M6. I got there and she was on the 14 hours of labour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story to tell your daughter, isn't it? Cheers, love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent. Right. Well, like I say, it gave us real hope that win as well, that we were gonna yeah. gonna do gonna do it, but unfortunately it didn't transpire. So obviously yeah. you, you stay with it, you stay with the team. It sounds like you're enjoying your time yeah. at the club. You you're getting yeah. on with everyone in the in the in the changing room. Um yeah. in that summer we Obviously, we already had Mark Fisher at the club. We already had, yeah. um, I think that summer we brought in Adiga Johnson um, yeah. on trial from PSV. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Mark Fish, obviously, let's say, just was already yeah. there. But Klaus Jensen, uh, Jussi Askeline, yeah. and Anne Ricardo Gardner all joined us in that summer of 1998, yeah. which was. Looking back, that was a hell of a de- a lot of good dealings in that yeah. summer. I mean, yeah. probably three, two or three world class players in there. I mean, the Escaline in ten years at the top in the Premier League, Ricardo Gardner, similar. Ida Good Johnson yeah. went on to play for Chelsea, Barcelona. I mean, that that summer was some that really yeah. that team that team which went down to Championship really should have come back up. Was that your yeah, opinion yeah. as well? Good Johnson, you played nearly every game. Arna Good Johnson, Arna Good Johnson, member Arna Good Johnson. I. I um, Ida Good Johnson came in, and I think the other Ida. the other guy was was uh, Arne Good Larson. Arne Good Larson, who we sold to Leicester, didn't we? He was That's correct. Player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good player as well. Yeah, brought him in. Exactly. Yeah, but um, like I say, that season we went down. You made fifty three yeah. appearances in all competitions with, with four goals, all coming from the thirty to Jan, Jan onwards, including two in consecutive games versus Norwich in the draw. And in, in a, actually yeah. in a, a late goal against Berry in a loss in late April. Um, so yeah. obviously your time at the club did come to an end that summer. You, like I say, how 
how annoyed were you that that, uh, that season didn't end in promotion after they lost to Watford in the playoff final? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, how we ended up not winning the game in the final was was ridiculous. I can remember Alec Chamberlain, obviously, I, I joined later. Yeah. Um, I think Heidegger Johnson had three one on ones and we missed him. And then obviously Nicky Wright scores a wonder over. I was, I was there. And you, you were yeah. just, you nearly cleared I was it on the line. line. I yeah. was on the line, which all the Watford fans seem to remind me of more than anybody else does. <laughs> uh, but we, yeah. we were excellent on the day. It just, we were. We, 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 we no played really well. Day. Yeah, yeah, we're on luck on the day. And, and then I stayed there that season. I never left that season. I left halfway through the season. You went in November 99. Yeah, That's I noticed right, that. Yeah. You went. Yeah. You left just just not long after Colin Todd had resigned after the Pair Fransen yeah. um, sa- uh, sale to Blackburn. Yeah. And was it yeah. a case... That was my next question, really. Was it a case of... Um, when Big Sam came in, did you have a chat with him and, and sort of come to an agreement that he was best that you moved on and he was going to go a different direction? Or how was it that you moved no. on to Watford? No, no. Sam Sam came in. Sam came in and said, "Right, well, I can." Mem- Brownie took over. Brownie made me captain. Yeah, he was caretaker for a few games, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Four, four games or five games, and Brownie made me captain. I can remember. I think I scored against Forest and scored away at Swindon. He was captain. We won four out of five games or something. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, I think we won all four. Yeah, actually. and he was. That's oh, yeah, something yeah, something like that. So, and obviously, I, and I knew Sam was coming in. I was out of contact in the season. Never said anything. Sam called all the players, and it's from now on, everybody's on a clean sheet, which every manager says. Everyone yeah. a clean sheet, uh, clean sleep, and we, here we go. So that's fine. And pl- yeah, played the first couple of games, not a problem. Then they get a, get pulled in off Samson. Sam uh, Sam said to me, "Listen, we're having a few financial problems, which we knew the club was, and we had an idea the club were, were, were financed because we were throwing wages all over. Because I was one of them. Yeah, it was on wages. But everybody was on good wages. And now you dropped out of the Premiership, you knew the problems. Yeah, we kind of needed to get straight back up, I think, didn't we? Uh, yeah, for, for, we the, did. for the TV money that was starting to yeah. come into the game. Yeah, that's right. So um, he said to me, "Look, I've had an offer from uh, Watford." And went to go. I said, I don't want to go. He said, but we need the money. I need to sell you. And I said, look, but I don't, I'm, a, I'm a northern lad. I don't want to go live in London. I said, sure, yeah. And yeah. I know they're in the premiership. I, I'm happy to, to fight. He said, but I, I can't offer you anything now for next season. I said, listen, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to, to stay here and, and, and see what's going on. And then, but the more you looked at you, more there was, there was, there was cutting and cutting and cutting. So I said, okay, I'll go. I'll go have a chat, and I went down to to uh, Watford, and he said, look, no problem, it's done, big deal. We'll we'll pay you what we owe you to leave and everything. I was like, but they needed the money in, and it wasn't until later till I saw Sam, probably three years later. That's like, I had to get you out of the club, had to sell you, and we needed that money to pay the bills. So and, yeah. and then what had happened? Watford was paying all the money up front straight away. So there's none of that paying over three years. They was going to pay it straight away. So that that was something I was going to ask you, Neil. Actually, in, in relation to that, it's very yeah. very interesting to to know that you were you were more than willing to stay at the club, and it's yeah. it's a it's a massive shame. Someone like yourself and many others who we've had over the years, good players, yeah. good good professionals, who who've, yeah. uh, we've had to let go because of money reasons, which is a recurring yeah. theme in our history, unfortunately. But yeah. in relation to that, I was going to ask you about about the fee. I mean, it was quite low, really, five hundred thousand. Yeah. We we were you out of contract at the end of that season. Yeah, I was out of yeah, contract. Signed a three-year um, deal when you when, yeah, when you joined. Yeah, I, I just I bought a house. I'd only been in a house for eight nine months on Charlie New Road. 
Right. I had a a daughter. Yeah, I had a daughter. So you were settled. Settled in. I just joined Bolton Golf Club. I was just trying to join Bolton (laughs) Golf Club or or Lockstock Golf Club. And it took me six months to get a membership. And the day I got the membership, they sold me. (laughs) Joking. I hope they refunded your... uh, No, they didn't. You you didn't refund your your green fees. No, No, never mind. The membership was gone. Typical. <laughs> but uh, in regards to your, to your move to Watford, obviously, uh, I've just made notes about how yeah. ironic it was that your, you know, the, the overhead from Nick Wright had just yeah. played, you couldn't clear it off the line in time, and then four months later, you signed, signed for the manager who, who masterminded yeah. the, the victory over as Graham Taylor. Yeah. Again, you're, you're playing for a, a massive, massive name in football, an ex-England manager. Yeah. You really have played for some iconic figures in the game and yeah. how was Graham Taylor as a manager you were only with him for a couple of seasons but yeah. um, how was he, you know, how was he compared there's... to the other guys well the story was I went to is, is a story from Scunthorpe days Graham Taylor's dad was the main uh, news reporter for Scunthorpe Telegraph right and I went to school with his niece Graham Taylor obviously he was a Scunthorpe lad my yeah, I know. Is, and he was from uh, yeah. around that area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and his dad told me when I was probably seventeen. Whatever you do, don't sign for, sign for my son. You two won't get on. <laughs> he even me, me and Graham Taylor even went to the same school to, as each other, but not right. at different times. Yeah, obviously, so, yeah, it's, it's quite yeah, a bit. When I, when, yeah, when I signed for for Watford, everything was rosy. He was asking me, oh, this. I remember this. I remember my family saying this, and it was nice. When, after about two weeks, he tries to sell me to Fulham behind me back. Really? After two yeah. weeks. After two weeks, Fulham Ray Wilkins rung up. I said, "Do you want to go?" I said, "I think." I said, "I want to be here two weeks. I'm, I ain't even checked into the hotel yet." <laughs> and that Fulham was just remember when uh, they were just getting taken over and they, I think Al-Fayed, they, they yeah. was in Division yeah. Two. Alfred and they was they was like, "We come." I said, "No, I'm, I'm in the Premiership." And I'm like, "We just didn't get on." The yeah. way the way he wanted to play, I didn't didn't really suit me because I was I was bought from Brian Robson, Ron Atkins, and Colin Todd. Get the ball down and play. Exactly, yeah. You've been Graham used to Taylor's, playing a certain way. Yeah, Graham Taylor's idea was, listen, it's in behind. If it runs out of play, don't worry about it. They well, there's a, famous, um, there's a famous phrase, I think. Have you ever listened to the Quickly Kevin podcast? Maybe, um, maybe you no. have or maybe you haven't. It's, um, it's one Josh Whittacombe does it. It's about 90s football and they have a they actually give away a free mug which says hit Les, hit Les over the yeah, top. Exactly. And that was like a phrase which which yeah. he's from the documentaries on England, which yeah. he wasn't he was known for his, his longer ball style of play, Not, wasn't yeah. he? And I was yeah. surprised that way he'd signed because I, I, I always thought I was like a bit more of a not more of a footballer obviously try to play a bit football but I can remember my, we played Chef Wednesday the first game in the Premiership when I joined I think yeah. we drew 2-2 or 1-3-2 then we played somebody at home and I looked I looked to throw it in the midfield and he comes behind me from the, the dugout and said throw it down the line if you ever throw it in midfield I'll drag you off and I looked at him and like yeah good one Gaffer. he went no be serious just throw it down the line and I was like ooh he meant that. And when you get talking to the lads about it, no, no, you're not allowed to do that here. And I was like, it's a bit different. I'd been given the freedom of Ron Atkinson, Colin Todd and, and, yeah. and everything like that. And then now Brian Robson, now is a bit, now you do it my way. And not to say I didn't want to do it his way. I just wasn't used to it. No. Just in case, just whack it in behind. If it goes out of play, they can't score from it. And I felt a little bit, oh, that's not really suit me. Exactly. I mean, if you, throw, if you throw it down the line, you know, nine times out of ten, the other teams will win the header as well, which yeah. doesn't make much sense yeah. to me. But anyway, yeah. that's um, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like yeah. each man, each manager has their own foibles and their own good and good and bad yeah. points, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, that season 
didn't start great and it didn't really get much better. You, no. you, you were relegated that season. But yeah. you, you stuck with the club and obviously Graham Saylor was still there at the start of the following season. Um, yeah. you, you started a very good run at the start of the following season, including a brace for yourself and a win over QPR, I believe. Yeah. Um, how was it? How was that to score uh, two goals in one game? I think it was the first time in your career you did that. Yeah, I think that's the first time. I, I think I'd scored four goals that season before I, I just I end up playing as a normal right back, but bombing on as a as a pushed on right back. Really, yeah. Because Taylor did it five three two as well, didn't he? I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I played a little bit selfish, really, and we scored in the first fifteen games. We only got beat twice, but we we Graham Taylor was one of them. You you he was all about fitness, and we yeah. ended up blowing up really after fifteen games, and it, we found it hard, and and players were looking to get out and. A lot of the players wanted to leave and earn, start earning some money because a lot of them players that, that I played with in the Premiership, they'd come up two leagues from Division Two. So still so, on sort of fairly low contracts. Yeah, still on really yeah. low contracts, and you didn't realise yeah. what's going on. So they was all looking to move on to their career. I didn't, and you don't blame him. Graham Taylor didn't blame him because he knew that it's a short career. So he was like moving people on, and it was going to be his last year. And we just yeah. blew up. We we blew up then, and uh, it, we ended up coming mid table. I think, and it was a difficult yeah. season. I was going to say Taylor retired after that playoff push. He did. Uh, failed, failed to materialise, yeah. but he, uh, he ended up returning to his beloved, well, I'd say beloved, Watford were probably his beloved yeah. team, weren't they? But Aston yeah. Villa, he did return to manage them in the Premier League yeah. a couple, about 18 months later. That's but right, in but... relation to that, I mean, I, like, I've already, I've already, you've already broached the subject. My next question was sort of, how were your thoughts on moving down to, to Watford after being a Northern, a Northern lad and being at Northern clubs? You know, how, yeah. how did you actually adapt to moving there in, in, in the first sort of six months? Well, after you turned down Fulham, yeah, it was yeah, it was difficult. I found it really difficult because not only I obviously had such a great time in the northeast, and then I had such a great time. Just got married and and had a child in Bolton. Yeah, did your family uh, come with you at that point? Yeah, I, I took yeah. my family everywhere, and, and I didn't travel to, to. I always bought a house in the area. Yeah, and we bought a nice house in Bolton. Really liked it down there. My daughter was just starting nursery and. It was a really good place to be. I got on with everybody. The, the people at the at Bolton Wanderers, from the from old Alan, it was it was an old. They did every odd man's job at the football club. He used to bring the pies to your house. He was everybody was so lovely at that football club. And I thought, why do I want to really go down the smoke? And and I'm not too sure about living down there. It's a bit of a yeah. cars flying all over, and I didn't really do that. But it, it was it was football, and you had you had no choice. And it did take me a long time to settle in. Like. I was yeah. late for training the first three days because I was stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I wasn't used to. We'd gone to Bolton, you went down the road, and you was there. And it was, if you found traffic, you thought, "Oh, something wrong here." Exactly. But then, yeah. But in London, it was completely different, and I didn't really suit. And I was trying to find a house straight away because obviously I had a, I had a, a new wife and a, and a, a young child. And yeah. I didn't want them to be on their own in Bolton, so I was Absolutely trying to get them up to London, yeah. which was difficult. And that takes time as well, yeah. going through with the estate agents and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, um, so in relation to, um, you know, let's say it's very interesting to hear how, we, how the adaptation process goes, really. But in relation to after um, Graham Taylor left, was it straight? Like I say, my my research was getting uh, It was about four a.m. in the middle of the night, so my research was getting a little yeah. bit sketchy. Was it John Luca Viali who came in next? Um, into yeah, the- Luca. Luca came. Yeah, Luca came in, and what and what happened was the story was, Luca came in and said. So he pulled five or six of us. I think it was myself, Robert Page, Charlie Miller, uh, um, 
Steve Palmer and somebody Steve else. Steve Palmer, yeah. 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 And and he said something like this on the words of I just had an earlier operation at the end of that season, so I was hobbling into training. And yeah. he said, Listen, you're not in my plans. You, you can leave. Um, no problem, still training and, and what's that? And that I thought, well, that's a bit strange. I I, I've yeah. got three and a half years left on the contract here. This is going to be really interesting. I was going so, to say, you, you mentioned all the other managers were like, all right, clean slate, clean slate. Yeah. It was the opposite of that. He'd made his mind up at the start. Yeah, before the start. So what happened was we, we went in and the first team went off and then Ray Lewington came in as, as a under-23 or reserve team coach. So yeah. I trained with them. I had no problem one a little bit. Yeah, yeah it was a bit of an experience, like yeah. sort of in, in, ahead for him to sort of let, you know, um, speak to, obviously, about, about the English league, someone who's a bit yeah. more experienced. Exactly. Yeah. And Ray Wilkins was in with him, and I knew Ray from yeah. when I played against him. So he was saying, Why, Cox? Why? What's happening? And anyway, we didn't really know the story. So, anyway, the first four games goes, and we, we bring some big names in Ramon Vega, uh, Pierre Risa, uh, um, um, a couple of other big names came into the football club. I thought, oh, yeah. it's good really well here. Anyway, I can remember on we play, it's a bank holiday weekend. It's probably fifth game in. We play away at Wolves on the Saturday, home to Walsall on the Monday. So on the Thursday, I'm going, I'm going to play golf. I'm not even nowhere near the first team. Absolutely nowhere near it. I get a telephone call and I said, hello. He says, all right, Coxie, he's the gaffer. I went, yeah, good one. He said, no, no, gaffer, gaffer. He said, all right, gaffer, can I help you? He said, listen, we've got a couple of injuries. I need you to come and help me out at the weekend. Can you come? And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, come in your tracksuit tomorrow. And I put the phone down, went, still went to play golf, had a few beers because I, I, thought, I thought it was one of the lads winding me up. We used to have a bit of banter in the dressing rooms and all that lot. So next day, i just come normally, but I had my tracksuit in the car just in case. And Luca came out. said, oh, you got your tracksuit? Yeah, it's in the car, gaffer. So anyway, I played on the, I played it right back on the Monday, on the Saturday, sorry. And um, we drew 1-1 away at Wolves. And then, and I was in the squad again. And on the, on the Monday, the team sheet come up on the Monday morning. I looked at right back and the lad was fit. So I thought, ah, oh, that's me done then. I looked at the subs as well. I'm not even on the subs. I only looked at right back and the subs. So when we go on about 10 minutes, I just switched off. I'm not playing. I'm back out of it. I'm back to square one. Yeah. So I, I look at it and then, this, and then the gaffer said, you need to be careful because he's good in the air. I went, oh yeah, no problem, gaffer. Like, I thought, whoa, this is a bit. Nobody's seen me play. He'd not seen yeah. me play there. Ray, only Ray Wilkins has seen me play there against that, against QPR. Right. Said, but Coxie there. So I played that game and then yeah, yeah, I played centre back, and then I never, and he never left me out after that. And you never changed, you, you never changed your position yeah. from that from centre half, no. did you? No. Yeah, um, yeah. He pulled me. He can remember we played Grimsby away, Luca, and he and he and all the lads knew I was on a three-year contract, and he had to pay me so much to leave. And I was like, ah, well, nobody's going to pay that much money for me to leave because they're not going to give me a free. So I was like, in London, really, what am I going to do? So we played Grimsby, and I played really well. I played sweep away at Grimsby, we win three 0 or something like that. And he pulls me in front of all the lads. Listen. I apologise, I've made a mistake. I want you to stay. That's so good went, of him, I oh, suppose. In front of everybody. Yeah. yeah, and he was he was such a nice fella, such a great bloke. So I was like, well, okay, Gaffer, we'll, we'll speak about it when we get back. So we went back to, uh, got back to um, Watford. I went to see him Monday morning. Said, I can't speak now. Let's go for a game of golf and we'll have a chat. <laughs> so we'll go, we'll go play golf. And then he said, come down to my house later on. We'll... Uh, We'll have some food around my house. I said, I'll get my driver to pick you up. I went, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, I've got a driver. So the driver picks me up. We're going to, in, going to into London. So this house is unbelievable. It's a mansion. Wow. 
the driver drops me up at the door, the electric gates open, I walk into the door, press the doorbell, the big bing bong doorbell opens, and like the old butler answers the door. He went, hello? Says, um, Neil Cox, a comfort. Oh, yeah, you're coming, 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 coming. So I end up taking my shoes off at the door. He had a hole in my sock. I walked through the marble floors at Lucas. I sat down. <laughs> Lucas came in. Said, and, said, and then the butler said, would you like a drink? I says, yeah, there was, I think Kevin Hitchcock was there. A couple of other staff was there. And I just wanted to welcome him. I said, yeah, I'll have a beer. And he must have said, what sort of beer do you want? He must have gone through 25 different beers. I was like, What? Said anything you'll do, mate. Anything. So I sat in the bin, and then and then the chef walks in. He says, uh, "Just like to say, um, Mr. Viali, be five minutes. Um, the starters is um, pasta Viali, and then we're going to go with lob, uh, lobster Theodore and so and so so and so." I was like, "Oh my God, what, what am I doing?" Well, I well, you watched it. Yeah, I thought it was a wind up. It wasn't. He just said, and he told me what had happened. He, Graham Taylor had said he needs to get rid of some of these plays. The bad influences in the dressing room, and, and that's how he. That's why he got rid of me. Try to get rid of me. Well, try to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, but when he, but when he got to know you and realised that you were a, yeah. a good, good pro, and yeah. and, yeah. and you, you know, you filled in for him at centre half yeah. very well. And he yeah. just obviously he took to you. It's nice to hear yeah. that you know. I you still can... speak to him now as well. Still speak oh, to him. Oh, that's Luke amazing. Now. I was going to say, yeah. like, it's just it's nice to hear a story where you sort of get off on the wrong foot with someone. You you don't take the, you know personal. Yeah. You don't take the hump to it, and eventually you work your way back no. into the team and. No. I, I take it you yeah. were probably sad to see him leave and, and actually get sacked in the end then because he you'd made yeah, made your peace with him it. and yeah yeah, yeah. He had so, to, I think he had to because we bought a lot of that year is when the, is when the ITV money had gone. Remember yeah, when the, the ITV digital bank yeah the collapse yeah yeah, yeah that was a and big, the big club thing, had been it? spending stupid wages out and Luca was on beat so he, he just left and I, thought, yeah. I think he managed again after that Luca. I don't think he has. I see he's done a bit no. of media work and a few yeah. bits and bats, but yeah, yeah you, you see him on yeah. some media channels. But yeah. um, so obviously you were um, you were made club captain under Ray, under his replacement. Obviously, somebody who was already at the yeah. club in Ray, Ray Lewington. Um, yeah. At that point, with the ICB digital collapse, um, I did read something on a, a Watford fan uh, page, which was very very praiseworthy of yourself in relation to not only your time with the club and how, how often you dealt with adversity, also in brokering a deal with the players on weight and a wage deferral yeah. that saved the club from certain administration. How was how yeah. was that sort of dealing with you know, being a bit more of a senior pro at the time and having to sort of deal with that uh, and chat with the rest of the players on that? How, how was that for yeah. you, Neil? It wasn't easy at the time because obviously the club, we, we got, the chairman pulled me in, I was club captain, the chairman pulled me in. And he said, like, I need a chat. And we'd, we'd, we'd had a general manager at the time which and the manager. The general manager did all the contracts and everything. And Ray Lewinson yeah. just managed the team. He didn't get involved in anything, which was good. So we said, like, we need to take a, a pay cut. Um, else we're not going to get paid over the next few months because we can't do it. Elton John had been unbelievable by helping yeah. everybody out. He always paid. He always helped everybody out. He came in. He was good as gold. But I just think at this time, he was disappointed what got on with the club by sacking Luca. That he thought, I'm not getting involved anymore. And he had other things on his mind, uh, Sir Elton John. So I, I, I went to see the boys. So this is the circumstances, lads. We need to take pay. I'm trying to get a pay deferral instead of pay cuts, and, and they're having it. But we're going to have to take. I agreed eight percent. Everybody through the club said eight percent. All the players. So I went back to the uh, the clubs. Look, I've got eight percent, but they want to make sure we're going to get it back. And yeah, yeah, no problem. Some of the some of the younger lads can't afford to, but they need to miss out on this. They can't top for eight percent because. They've got mortgages, the first time babies, and they went, yeah, no problem. Anyway, they said we need a bit more than that, so we managed to get twelve percent. PFA never turned up to help us. And at the time, Rio Ferdinand was getting 
had missed the drug test at Manchester United. Yeah. So all the PFA reps had gone over that to sort that out. So this was and, in 2002, uh, was it? Around yes. that sort of time? Yeah. 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 So it was just left to ourselves. So we agreed it and we all signed for it. And we had an unbelievable season that year and the next year, really, to, to get our money back. Yeah. I was going to say, you, um, League-wise, I didn't actually check on what sort of finishing no. positions you were doing, but um, you had an FA Cup semi-final defeat versus Southampton at your yeah. old stamping ground, Aston uh, Villa Park, in April 2003. Um, yeah. So so close to what would have been, what, would it have been a fourth appearance at Wembley at that yeah. point? Yeah. So, like I said, that was, that, was, that, that was a disappointment for you there. But mm. um, in relation to your, your time at Watford, obviously you, you partnered Sean Dice, who's obviously now doing yeah. very well for himself at Burnley um, yeah. in, the, in the ensuing sort of couple of years. And, and you were, as club captain, you, I think you eventually handed the captaincy over to Dice eventually. Yeah. Uh, and you, you had another a game against Liverpool in the Carling Cup semi-final over two legs, which was a, yeah. t- which was uh, apparently one of your best performances in a Watford shirt. The the site I was looking at was uh, again yeah. very very praiseworthy of your performance in that game. So yeah. in total, you spent sort of six years at the club, went through highs and lows, and, and you, I think you stayed in the Championship all the time. You you yeah. were there, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Apart, yeah. apart from apart from that first season where you, you yeah. went down, obviously. So. Um, Despite being on the transfer list, despite the problems with Viali and Ray Wilkins calling you up, trying to get you to Fulham in within a couple yeah. of weeks, you know it, that's the longest spell you actually spent in any club. Yeah. Why do you think 219 league games and 20 goals, and mm. you know was that? Why do you think that was that you stayed there so long? I just think I was I was at that stage in my career where where, where I had a lot of moves and I had some good moves, uh, and I, I just had a family. And, and I needed to settle my family down. A young daughter, uh, and, and obviously married, and I needed to settle down. And, and so I spent five years bought bought a nice house in a, in, a, in, a, in a in a place called Bushy, which was really nice. And when when Luke wanted to get rid of me, I was just happy to stay because I was on a three year contract. I, I'd, I'd go on loan if I had to, but wanted to. And then obviously I got really well with him, and I got on with the next man to come captain, and just managed to to stay stay really an age and probably go to centre half suited me. Yeah. And people didn't think, oh he can't play centre half, he's not big enough. Oh he's not this and not that. But everybody had always told me, you'll end up playing centre half, you'll end up playing centre half because the way you read it and the way you wanted to play and it just come to a time where it, it suited me and the, and the club suited me and it was a yeah another it was same as Bolton. It was a family club. Everybody Good family club, knew, yeah. yeah. Yeah great but when you went to Bolton you knew everybody. You knew the woman in the ticket office. You knew that if you had a Christmas party, everybody it wasn't a lads' Christmas party. It was a football club's Christmas party. If yeah. you went to Watford, it wasn't a lads' Christmas. It was a football club. So you got to know everybody. You so sat did, with everybody. Just to quickly interrupt, yeah, Neil. I, I, yeah. I was probably remiss of me not to ask you about Elton John. Did he turn up to these to these football parties? Yeah. Just been, yeah. No, Elton John turned up when we first got took the pay cuts. We played away at Sheffield United on a Friday night. Right. And Elton was doing a concert in Holland. So we was coming up the M1, celebrating. We had a great result. After we just took pay cuts, the fans were over the moon. And we saw this Mercedes come flying past it. <laughs> Must have been doing 130 miles an hour. He was in the back seat. Well, obviously, the wind had come down. He's got he's waving out of it with one hand waving and the other hand on his top of his head so his wind don't fall off. So he's waving at us like that, Elton. And then <laughs> like the Queen. Yeah, yeah, the Christmas party. This was like two o'clock in the morning. The Christmas party, we uh, I sent him a message saying, Look, we're all gonna go as Elton John. 
he, he's looked <laughs> after us. So anyway, we we all dressed as Elton John. He said, send us a picture. So we sent a picture to somebody who looked after him. Anyway, he, he, he sent us some money to buy a round of drinks and things like that. Fantastic. Have you still got that photo? Uh, I, the, no, I'm sure. I'm not sure we was allowed to keep it. Really, it was one of them. <laughs> fair, fair enough, it was yeah. one of them. Yeah, it was one of them that took off us. <laughs> fair play. No, that's excellent. It's interesting to hear how uh, Elton sort of interacts yeah. with the uh, with the squad and stuff. That's, uh, that's excellent, mm. Neil. Um, just in relation to you, so obviously you, the, the, at the point that you left Watford to move yeah. to uh, to Cardiff. Um, I noticed Aidy Boothroy was appointed just before um, that happened and you were yeah. sort of made to train with the youth team. Yeah. Uh, was that a disappointment that, again, another manager sort of took a bit like Viali uh, had come in and, and seemingly hadn't fancied you, despite you, I think you praised him in the in the press and his methods and yeah. you, you sort of praised him in the local press. Perhaps there yeah. was, was there not, was there not a falling out? Was it more of a, just a no, mutual wasn't thing? A, no, there was no falling out. He's, was, no. Aidy, was want, Aidy was wanting to go young. Yeah. Uh, young and young and hungry, which is not a problem. He told me the end of the end of the season. I missed the last game of the season against West Ham at home because um, I had my second daughter. My, right, my daughter was born in Watford, uh, so was, I missed the last game. No police yeah. cordons that you had to dodge for that. No, one, no, no, it, was, it was, no. wasn't too bad. So um, no, so I had my daughter. So I missed the last couple of games. Went in, had the meeting at the end of the season, and he just said, "I had a, I had two years left on the contract," and he just said to everybody. They said, go have a break, go have a good holiday, come back, and we're all in it together. Didn't, didn't think anything of it. That's the yeah. God's honest truth, didn't think of it. So the first day pre-season, we go back in, we do the bleep test, bang, 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 everybody's it together, no problem. And he said, right, this group over here, that group over there. So he called all the names out, and then called my name out, called the other. So I turned around, looked over, and I'm with the youth team. And I thought, well, this is a bit strange, but I didn't mm. say anything anyway. And I went to knock on his, I knocked on his door. I said, Gaffer, what's the situation? He said, obviously, I helped keep you up last year, playing my yeah. thing I played and bang, bang, bang. He said, oh, I'm just going to go a different way. I, okay, that's not a problem. Just, you should, why don't you yeah. tell me so there's no, the, before the summer finished? <laughs> yes, so you could try and sort yourself out. I yeah. could have sorted something out. He went, oh, but it's just the way I felt. I said, oh, no problem. So he says, uh, we're going to let you go. I said, yeah, you owe me two years wages. So then he started to mess me about a little bit. They wanted me out of the club because he was trying to bring somebody in. Yeah. So what he did, he made me train with the kids early and not sit with the first team boys. So what I used to do, I used to train, <laughs> I used to come in, train with the youth team and then put my golf gear on and walk straight across the canteen with my spikes on, my golf hats on, my golf glove on and, and say, <laughs> Gaff, you said, where are you going? I said, I've finished my training, Gaff. I'm going to play golf. Well, all the rest of the lads are laughing and he was getting a bit frustrated. The chairman was there. Yeah. He said, you're paying all this money to him and he's going to play golf. But that was their rules. They said, don't come and join the other people. They messed me about a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Saying, hey, I'm going to go play golf. It's still the summer. So I did all my training, got myself really, really fit, but played golf every afternoon. He was all right about it in the end, AD. He, he apologised a few years later. Like, I just need to change it. Well, just be honest yeah. at the start of it. Yeah, I think it was his first managerial you know. job. And he just tried to yeah, give the was, big one. Yeah, so it didn't bother me. Even now, I still speak to AD now, every now and when I see him. And he yeah. still has a laughing joke about it. It's the way football is. It's just sometimes yeah. people are not honest about it. I was going to say, like, I think, I think when managers first join, first become a manager and it's the first managerial yeah. position, I think it's probably some, a yeah. learning curve for them how to treat people and how to yeah. deal with people. Because it's like any walk yeah. of life. If you were a manager in a in a supermarket and it's your first first you know your first appointment or first position, you might not treat yeah. people 
you know, you might you you, no. you learn you learn, don't you? And it's good that yeah. you've managed to sort of put put any sort of yeah. any issues you've had with anyone to one yeah. side, and you know, yeah. it's not a lasting thing. So no. in relation, Sam Allardyce said the same thing sorry, to me. Sorry, Sam, Sam Allardyce said the same thing when he wanted me to go to Watford. He said, "Listen, I need you to go." I'm exactly. being honest with you. It wasn't his decision. There's no, there's no bullshit yeah. on anything. Like I said, I need you to go. The club needs the money. I went, okay, at least I know where I stand then. Exactly, yeah. That, you know the reason. Behind people's yeah. back, do this, do this. He's just honest with me. I thought, listen, he's been honest with me. I have to leave because this club are going to struggle. He needs the money. And that's the way it was. Yeah, exactly. Like I say, it's um, it's one of those things sometimes that you just get sort of, you're, yeah. you're, a, you're a commodity and, and you're not always yeah. treated like a like human in a way, yeah. but that's uh, that's the way it goes yeah. in football. So just moving on quickly to your Cardiff, um, your experience at Cardiff, you, you obviously yeah. didn't have a massive amount of time, obviously going back in pre-season training no. to sort yourself out with a new club, but you, uh, you, yeah. managed to, you managed to join Cardiff under, under Dave Jones. Um, yeah. how, how was, again, another... Again, it's not exactly a short trip, is it, from Watford to Cardiff? No. So it's another move for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how, how was Wales and did you move down there or did you commute down the M4 Mo- every yes. day? What, no, what no, I moved as well because of, so we moved because we always thought it was best. I always thought in my career it was best to, to get out of the car and after 20 minutes, not get out of the car after two and a half hours. Cause I just, after I'd two seen and a half hours, but, yeah. yeah. I've seen players do it and they didn't do it very well. It, it was all right for three months, but after six months, the lads couldn't move and they got left out. So... <laughs> I signed a yeah. I signed a, a year's contract with a year's option, at Cardiff, yeah. which was which was good at my age at the time. So yeah, that'll do me. And and Dave Jones said, listen, we're going to struggle for the first couple of years because finances are dif- difficult. We're trying to build this new stadium again, uh, and, and times are hard. So do you want to come and join in for us? I'm I'm happy that Dave. I'll come and have a bit of it. And and that's what he said to me. Fantastic. And like, I just just noticed um, when I was like I say when I was researching the, the pod, I noticed uh, that season Watford were obviously in the same league as, as Cardiff, yeah. and they yeah. they went up through the playoffs. So a bit right. of a recurring theme that when you yeah. leave a club, they tend to get promoted the season. After. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cardiff did the same as well when I left. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So obviously you were 34 in October of yeah. that season, and a couple yeah. of injury troubles meant you only. Um, played 27 games but still a good yeah. chunk of the season and you got another brace in the 3-0 win over Stoke um, which yeah. must have been nice to get a couple of yeah. goals again for the second for the second time in career was that? Yeah Fantastic so I mean, like I said were they, were they headers from corners or um, No I think one was a one was a volley one was a header yeah that's probably one was a volley the first one was a volley I remember must have been nice to, uh, to, to sort of a uh, grand old age of 34 to be still yeah. knocking him in. So yeah. you were, uh, obviously the manager was Dave Jones, but was the, according to Maurice, Sam Hamam was still the owner at that point. Was he quite involved? Was it was it Sam Hamam? Sam the, Sam the man was there. Sam yeah. the man, Sam the man yeah. was in the, but he was trying to obviously sell the stadium and, and, and do everything to move to a new stadium, which he'd tried to done for, for Wimbledon. Yeah. Uh, before did he sell my to time. Vincent, did he sell to Vincent so, I think he sold to Vincent Tan. I'm not yeah, sure he yeah. sold to in the end. I think uh, I wasn't there. But he was, he was obviously a really nice fella. Yeah. Um, he was an owner. Obviously, he'd come from the crazy game, which Neil Hardy yeah. knew him from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was a bit crazy himself. But really, I was gonna say, was, loved his football. Was he as crazy as his reputation? Sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was a businessman, a good businessman with a crazy mentality, which, is, which really, <laughs> if you look at it, he was that sort of way. Excellent stuff. So you sort of wound down your career after that spell at Cardiff. Yeah. Why was it that you weren't offered that extra year extension? Well, it was surprising that when when and I and I'm not sure what I said now. I signed a contract at Cardiff, played 25 games, and yeah. you get another contract. That's exactly what it says on the on the paperwork. Yeah. Well, 
I played 27. 27, get yeah. One. yeah. Yeah. And at 24, <laughs> they were looking to leave me out. And I thought, oh, this is a bit, we know what's going on. Yeah, I've, I've what's seen it in my career. Anyway, they said, oh, the small print doesn't say that. And I thought, oh, here we go. So I didn't yeah. really, I, I just said, oh, that's not a problem. And then, and, and then a couple of years later, I can remember, I'm not too sure if Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank is still taking care to court about it. Because Jimmy, <laughs> right. Jimmy signed a contract the same. So if you played 25 games, you get another year. And he played 27, 28. And they said, oh, no, the small print. It was their discretion. And I think Jimmy was still, this was three or four years, he was still arguing about it, which was right. Because the club yeah, had yeah. really. Yeah. Um, but I managed, I, I spoke to Dario Grady and he offered me a two-year deal at Crew for at 34, 35 years of age, which was ideal for me to get moved back up north a little bit. Exactly. And still yeah. play my football. Yeah. Was that uh, in League One, Neil? Or was it Champions League? That was League, 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 League One. League One. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. just stepping down, stepping down. I the got league. them relegated last game of the season. We played them for Cardiff last game of the season, and we got yeah. them relegated from the Championship to League One. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's nice to go the other way around. <laughs> Isn't it funny how you sort of you join Watson just after you've sort yeah. of uh, lost to him yeah. the player sign, you join Crew just after you've, yeah. you've relegated him. So, so you're in Crazy. League One, uh, you played 58 games in, in two seasons. So you're still playing yeah. pretty regularly. Yeah. You know, you're a stalwart yeah. side, you, you know, you're playing every game. How did those two seasons go uh, for the club side? I didn't actually research that. No, we, we, uh, we struggled, to be honest with you. We. Um, what had happened was I didn't realise I got there, but I should have should have really done a bit more homework. Crew Alexander were a selling club. We all knew that they'd sold some great players. Yeah, clubs always have been. Platy yeah. to everybody, Dean Ashton, Danny and Murphy. We, got, we had, we had, yeah, we had, we had two centre forwards in, which was Nicky Maynard and and uh, David, no, not David Vaughan, um, Varney, Luke Varney. Luke Varney, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was we had so many attacking players. He just left two at the back. So me and my centre half is at the back, and the rest. Of that, we scored. I think two strikers got sixty between them. I think we must have let in about hundred and fifty goals. But <laughs> he didn't worry. All he wanted to do was sell them two players, and he yeah. just worked. We worked on, worked on, worked on scoring goals, which which was excellent. Must have been but fun, we, but hard yeah, work for you. Yeah. We, we, me and me and my partner Julian Bordeaux at the time thinking we, we're just yeah. defending on our own here, and it was really really difficult. For the first year, and then Steve Holland took over the second year. See, Steve Holland was my second. Dario ex. left that year. Steve Holland, the ex Chelsea coach, yeah, England, Steve England, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's wow. right. Steve Holland yeah. took over. He was being helping out, and Steve said to me, "Coxie, I think your legs have gone. I'm going to play you <laughs> midfield." And I was like, 37 years of age, playing middle and midfield in Division One. That's, I was going to say that's even worse than playing centre. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I, but he, he wanted me to do that, and we had a we had a really young team. I was still under contract, really really young team. And he just wanted me to help him out. And I, he said, listen, come in on a, play on a Saturday, come in on a Tuesday, have Wednesday off, come in a bit on a Thursday, come in on Friday, play Saturday, and then can have, go do what you want. He was plenty one of them, really. He just, yeah, I was part of time. Plenty of time for golf there, Neil, I think. I think, yeah, that's when my handicap got down. So that's what it was, really. <laughs> he was good. Steve Owens was really, really good. I mean, excellent coach. And his ideas were brilliant. But he was just, Dario had been there for 27, 28 years. Yeah, and he had time. to do what Dario still said in, and I felt for him and now you can tell why Steve's what system manager for England yeah, yeah he knew he was going to have an option because he was excellent at his coaching yeah and he, he, and he thought he, if he gets away from crew he'll have a really good career and that's what he did he went to 
he went to Stoke first and then he went to Chelsea, come system manager at Chelsea through the academy, and then now he's England system manager. Ah, so that was so he was he went to Chelsea after after he was at crew with with yourself then, yeah, 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 and the, and yeah. yeah. right, yeah. Well, I'd say it's interesting to hear sort of uh, yeah. how his career his career path after after being with yourself at crew as well. He's obviously made yeah. it big. So just in relation yeah. to your final game was away at Leeds, I believe, at Ellen Road. That was your final yeah. professional professional game. It did say Oldham on Wikipedia, but I didn't I didn't trust it. That no, so was I, it Oldham. 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 <laughs> oh, was it Oldham? Oldham. Yeah, Oldham. Oh, someone home. said it was John Leeds. Sheridan. No, it was Oldham at home. John Sheridan at home. Ah, Wikipedia was right. I did, I did, yeah, yeah, I was sub and he tried to get me on, but I didn't come on. All oh, right, so you didn't come on. So your final actual no. appearance may well have been at Leeds the week before. Might have been, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we're splitting hairs in that. But anyway, so yeah. in relation to that, over 500 professional games, you decided at the end of that season to to, to hang up your boots. Uh, was that sort of on yeah. your terms? Did you feel like you were ready, or was it just a, a fact, a, a combination of factors, which which made you sort of think this is the right time for me? Um, I felt I felt that was the right time, and and. Yeah, I could have had another year. I was offered another year. Um, but I just felt as if it wasn't the right club for me to have another year at. We're playing with a lot of youngsters. And yeah. I just think I'd end up playing 10 games and I just didn't really fancy doing that. So I, I, that was my time done. I felt I felt that my body was telling me it was time. Instead of carrying on and doing a self-injury and struggling even more, I thought that was my time was right. Fair enough. Like, so you, it's nice that you've been able to do it on your terms rather than sort yeah. of a particularly bad injury yeah. sort of ending it for you. Yeah. So you've obviously had a, a twenty-year. Well, if you if you say you started at Scunthorpe as a thirteen-year-old, yeah. you've had a, a twenty-five, yeah. a twenty-five-year yeah. career in the game. So you've, you've certainly, yeah. uh, you've certainly sort of got the. Did you feel like you probably got the best out of your ability? You played at the top oh, level. You've definitely. England under twenty-one caps. You've had a great career there, haven't you? Yeah, I, I, I was fortunate from a lad that wanted to play for Scunthorpe United. And didn't want to leave at the age of 18, 19, and then obviously yeah. playing for all them football clubs, which was completely different. So yeah, exactly. I was very, very fortunate. And again, again, some of the some of the biggest characters in the game at that yeah. time you played with and for and yeah. against, and yeah. it must have been must have been a fantastic career. So just moving on to your, uh, there was a, a bit of a gap until you turned up. Yeah. To, I don't, I'm taking you just took a bit of time out to. I to moved to Portugal. Oh right, I didn't know that. Obviously, I went, so, yeah, I went to Portugal for I went to Portugal. Um, to, I, I'd, I'd bought a property years and years ago there, and and we moved there as a family. Kids went to school in in Portugal. Lovely um, country, yeah. 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 Whereabouts I, in Portugal? On the Algarve, take it. On the Algarve, yeah. Yes, on the Algarve, yeah. So we went there, Beautiful and place, um, yeah. I got introduced to a team uh, called in the hills from Lulatana. So they right. asked me to go training with them. So I went training with them. Uh, <laughs> and so I was training when I was like 38 years of age. So I was still training with them, just to get yeah. fit and then helping out. And it was quite funny. Sam had said to me, Coxie, can you go have a look at this lad playing? So I'd gone to have a look. Sam had run me. He said, can you go have a look at this lad play? So I'd gone to look at a lad play. And then I was still, I was still trying that, to join in it. S- yeah, Sam, Sam Allardyce. Allardyce. Yeah. He said to me, there's a, there's a player playing in um, Olin Ends. Would you go have a look? Oh, yeah. I know you live in Portugal. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Phil Brown, had, I, I still kept in touch with Phil Brown. I still keep in touch with Phil Brown now. And he said, yeah. Cocky's out there. He'll go have a look for us. And I went to have a look. I said, nah, he's, he's not what you were. He's not a premiership player. So that's yeah. how it come. And I ended up playing. And I played two games in, in Portugal. But he had to play under a different name because I never had international clearance. <laughs> but the manager was Portuguese and said to me, whatever you do, don't get booked. Because <laughs> your name is Pedro somebody. And you're not allowed to be you don't, And Portuguese. you don't 
<laughs> you don't exist, basically, yeah. So, yeah, so I played a couple of games there, and then Phil Brown ran... What league was that? Was that the second second that division? Was, that would have been the, uh, the third division. Third division. So, it's yeah. yeah. I wonder well, whether it would have made it as a big story back in England well, if you'd been, if you'd been booked. So, you had, yeah, to, you, had to, you had to sort of... Uh, Rain yeah. in your natural, natural, Nat- aggressive tendencies. I played sweeper. I was behind. Yeah, I was behind the goalkeeper. I was that deep at fourteen, nearly. So, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Phil Brown rung me. Phil Brown rung me, offering me the system at the um, under twenty ones job, under twenty three job at the time. Hull, Hull. Hull. Yeah. Hull. right. Um, but I said, look, I'm living here. I'll come. I'll come at the end of the season. Anyway, he got sacked, didn't he? So he never. <laughs> I never got there. <laughs> Yeah, so that was well, when they Hull Jimmy were, Bullard, were they, were they yeah. Premier League? Were they Premier League? Did he get yeah. sacked in the Premier League yeah. or when they went yeah. down? Was Premier it not when he got after the Jimmy Bullard incident on the pitch when he was pointing his fingers? I don't think he got from what, Colin Todd. Yeah, I don't. Oh, was that was that from Colin Todd? Right, he got Excellent. that from Colin Todd. Can you remember? Well, you might remember we played the semi-final away Ipswich. Remember yeah. when we went when we got beat by Watford in the playoffs, and I think we won seven six on aggregate, did we? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, six five and Yeah, yeah. Colin Todd sat us on the pitch at our time and pointed us like that. And, and really? Phil Brown did exactly the same. I don't. Well, I wasn't there because it was that yeah. Portman Road. That was a Portman Road. Yeah, yeah. Think so we won the first game and whatever's crazy. Every time somebody shot, he went in the sex game. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, we played yeah. it two, two years in a row, didn't we? In the playoffs, yeah. we played in the following season. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's right. Immolations. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say like that's the type of thing oh. you don't get to see if you don't go to the game. Back then, there was no yeah. sort of social media for someone to sort of take a video of that, and that would have been all over the place, wouldn't it? Yeah, Colin Todd doing that, but I never, never yeah. heard of that, Neil. Never heard of it. So in relation to, well, you obviously time in Portugal, mm. you eventually came back and, and managed Leak uh, Leak Town, which is obviously in Chester, uh, well near near Stoke, isn't it? Leak. Yeah. Um, and you came out of retirement there. We touched yeah. on it at the start of the pod. Uh, you played a few games there. <laughs> Again, you, you can't really sort of get rid of the bug yeah. of, of playing. Really, you're still, you're still still pulling the boots on as a as a 39-year-old, as a player manager. Yeah. So how, how, how was that sort of going down to that standard? And... Yeah, it was really good. It, it was it was one of them. Then I got the old assistant manager of crew, uh, Neil Baker, he, he's, he's from Leakin. They were struggling. And he knew I was back in the country. And he rang me. He said, look, go and see this chairman. He's just looking for somebody to take over to the end of the season to help him out. So I went to see the chairman, met the chairman, had a, had a beer with him. He said, I just need some... Thing. I've sacked the other manager. Things aren't going right. I'm spending a lot of money. He was spending a lot of money out for non-league as well. So can you come and help me out? I said, yeah, yeah, yes. Just give me traveling expenses and a bit of petrol money. I'll come in. So he went in and I had to get rid of a few people. On, on I mean, good wages for non-league was incredible. I, I was couldn't believe really what I was earning. So we got rid of a few and brought a couple in. I brought a lot of school, um, school teachers in that were sports teachers at school. And then after right. about four or five games, we got a couple of injuries. I, thought, I joined in training. I'll be all right. I'll join in. Anyway, it comes to Saturday. I'm going to have to play on the Saturday. So I ended up playing, I think, four or five games, which I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed. It's like getting back into it, but yeah, absolutely miles off it. <laughs> miles off it. <laughs> what league, what league were you in there? Um, was it Combined Counties or something? Like, Evo <laughs> Stick something was one. Yeah. It was like, it was crazy. But yeah. I really, really enjoyed it, and um, yeah, it was it was a good time. I had a great bunch of lads. They stayed up that year, which was the main thing, and that was my time done there. But I really enjoyed it. 
Fantastic. So obviously not not long after your time with Leek and let's mm. say his final foray as a player, um, yeah. it wasn't long before Neil Ardley uh, gave you a call and asked you to join him yeah. as assistant manager as uh, of AFC Wimbledon in October 2012. Yeah. Obviously Ardley, big big Wimbledon legend, spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Uh, you you um, said earlier that you met him at England under 21 and you were together at Watford and then at Cardiff yeah. in the season the season you were at yeah. Cardiff he, he sort of followed each other around so was that yeah. um, you know what, how that, that came about was something that you you were always wanted to do was to stay in the game or yes it was a conversation we, we had had at probably the age of I don't know 27 at Watford 28 we'd, we'd have a conversation that me and him especially, we were getting to the age where we wanted to do things. And with me being captain and the, the manager, especially Lou, to calling me in and saying, what do you reckon about this? What do you reckon about that? I said, I fancy this manager's coaching job. And we just said, listen, if one of us gets a job, we'll take the other one with us. Because we trusted each other. We both had the football idea, how we wanted to do it and how we think football should be played and how we should be treated. As, as the story's going, I think managers have to treat players properly and be honest with them. Not A.D. Boothroyd does tell me wrongly, a bit more Sam Allardyce and tell me the right way. Yeah, and that's course, how yeah. we wanted to do it. And 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 that's what we did. And then he, he got an interview with the job and I had to go down to London with him. And we, we, we passed the first uh, test, uh, the interviews, and then we got back down and, and he was coming back and he said, we've got the job, which was it was a massive surprise because I know he's been a great player for him, but they was bottom of the league and they was trying to stay in Division 2, which was never easy. They could have gone for anybody. And there was a lot of top people who had gone for the job. And they went for a young uh, Neil Ardley and, and, and I went as assistant, which was unbelievable. Fantastic. I mean, that, that, so they, they just made the league then. They were in League were they in league 2, you mean, when you say Division 2? They was in League 2, yeah. They was yeah, in League 2, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it took... They'd, obviously, they'd had unbelievable rise. They'd, they'd got promoted seven out of the last nine years. Yeah, I was going to say there was... Scratch again. Crazy amount of uh, promotions, yeah. wasn't it, to get to yeah. that stage? And in your yeah. six years there, you were uh, you, you oversaw another promotion up to League One yeah. as well, didn't you? Which yeah. uh, was yeah. must have been. Uh, how did, how was how how was that sort of being being involved in day to day football again? Was it was it sort of a, a breath of fresh air after having a little bit of time away from the game? Was it something that you you always you yeah. always wanted to do? Always wanted to do. It was, it's never easy. There's only 92 uh, league clubs, and I think of course, yeah. the, the Wimbledon, yeah, the Wimbledon thing. I, I, I would probably say from for myself, I'm probably Neil Hardy would probably say the same. That was our, my biggest achievement in football by keeping that football club up because it was unbelievable. There was so non-league about him. It was yeah. so non-league when we got there that we changed the football and to, and to last in a job where I never even bought a house when I because I I stayed in Crew. And I, tra- I was going to travel. So we're, not, we're only going to be in this job for eight months. We get sacked because that's the, that's the you, that can happen. Yeah, there's no, there's an, as a manager, there's then, probably not much yeah. point sort of relocating no. as the or no, assistant there manager. Yeah. And then six yeah. years later, we're still there. We've kept them up by last game of the season by twelve minutes. Yeah. Then we're on the worst budget in the league, and we keep them up the next year. And then we league give one, a bit yeah. more budget. We're eight, yeah, sixteenth in the budget league and get them to the playoffs and win the playoffs. Then the following year, the worst budget again, and we stay up. And then you think oh, it was unbelievable what we was doing at that football club, and I don't think we realised till we left when the new manager came and got oh Jesus, how are they do? How have they been working on? How they managed it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how and that's how we did. And I'd say of all you've done in the career, I know Wembley in England and winning the Champions 
that's one of your proudest achievements. That football club like yeah. we did was probably yeah the, the best achievement that that, that we had. Yeah, because yeah. I imagine that it's obviously as a player you just you need to concentrate on yourself and and obviously yeah. and your teammates as well. But obviously you've got yeah. as an assistant manager you've got a, a, you know you're looking after what 25 maybe 40 yeah. lads because you've got 10 or 15 in the youth team and yeah. and then you've got your, yeah. your, your, your pros to to look after. So obviously that yeah. Yeah. that gives you a feeling yeah. of uh, of immense satisfaction. I imagine sort of yeah. uh, progressing no, the club along. It was, a, it was a thrill to be involved in. Yeah. So obviously he's still with Neil. Uh, you resigned. Well, sorry, he resigned, and I imagine it was a joint as a pair. He resigned on the twelfth of November two thousand eighteen after <laughs> push. after after. <laughs> well, it says resigned on Wikipedia, so yeah. never trust yeah. Wikipedia. Did but, it say yeah. push first. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, like, it sounds like it's a bit of a. Uh, an unfortunate end after a fantastically successful yeah. time there in, in six yeah. seasons, getting the club yeah. up a division and and also keeping them in that division, which, like you say, for club yeah. of the stature of AFC Wimbledon and the budget yeah. was it was a great achievement. So obviously you've moved yeah. moved again to with Neil to Notts County, which uh, you explained yeah. that you're uh, you're living in, uh, in you, you live in a, an apartment up there when during the week when you're at in normal yeah. circumstances without the, the madness of the COVID outbreak. Um, yes. So with, with Neil up there, you, you obviously gunning for promotion at the time. Have they actually, yeah. can, have they null, have they agreed, they've agreed to null and avoid National League North and South. What have they actually said with, yeah. with the National League? Well, they've, they've, they've said the league stopped, the league's finished, but they might have playoffs, which I don't know how they're going to work that out. But yeah. I think it looks like, I'm not sure the, how they're going to yeah. do it. We would be in them because yeah. we're third. You're third, I'm yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure they can do playoffs now because I'm going to say League Two, two have, said three teams ago, but nobody was coming down. Yeah. 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 Which is, and now we're waiting for League One, which obviously you're a Bolton fan. We're waiting for <laughs> yeah. League well, One. We're, we're down in whatever happens. We're, we're down. If they're null and void it somehow and we stay up, then that's meant that's crazy. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a. It's just a a lot of self-interest, I think, from different clubs and different uh, owners yeah. of clubs, and it's, it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? But yeah. you, you couldn't really expect anything else. This, yeah. yeah. So, but in relation to that, obviously, no. you're, you know, you just you just waiting to hear basically, and like you say, I think yeah. the FA the FA have to ratify. I think the FA have said there's no way they'll accept having no relegations. So, I think what what I mm. thought was would happen would be that Barrow would replace. Either Macclesfield or Stevenage, but anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. Right, we could be on for another hour, Neil. And I'm, 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 I was going to say, could I was going to say, we're, we're, yeah. um, we've already, we've, you know, we've already taken yeah. up a lot of your time already. But just, yeah. just moving on to just a, a couple of, couple of quick questions. Um, yeah. In relation to your time, obviously with Neil as his assistant, are you, you obviously come as a pair and, and you move to Notts County with him. Are you, are you more than happy staying in that role, or do you have? Maybe an ambition to go alone as as the number one. No, I have I've had a couple of opportunities um, that I turned down because, uh, as you say, when you go into a club, you you might only get six months. Yeah. And I just think wait 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 needs to happen. I need to make sure that that this job I take has to be the right one at the right time because I don't want it to be over in three months. And go, well, that didn't work out, and so you need to make sure you're in with the right chairman at the right time. And the two jobs that I got offered just didn't come at the right time. Either yeah. we was doing well at Wimbledon or, well, hold on a minute, I, I got there, I had my meeting, went, this went really well and then I get a telephone call saying, well, we're going to have to change that to this. I've got, well, there's changing things so I've even got the job. Yeah. I just so think it's best to stay where we're at. But yeah. Not, yeah. Notts County is a great club. Two two new owners, um, really young owners, really good. They're 
they're big into their stats. They've got their own stat company. They want to bring their own players in and, and remanaging coaching. So this yeah. might be a job where, wow, this is a good, great club. It's, it's, it's exactly the same as Bolton Wanderers. Exactly the same. Tradition of the old football club, Notts County being around the oldest football club was obviously changed a bit now, but friendly atmosphere um, in a big city. That's the problem, but he's really good. So hopefully we can move forward. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine the only way is up for a team like Notts County because they're, yes. they're, they're such yeah. a big club to be in the non-league. It's almost, almost yeah. unbelievable that they're in a way, isn't it? But uh, yeah. certainly, certainly an opportunity yes. for yourself and Neil to make yourselves very, very popular in the area and become legends there if yeah. you, can, you can get them back up to where they belong. So yeah. just just harking back to your time at Bolton, Neil, just a couple of more yeah. quick questions for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, just really, just, just a bit of a, is there any sort of message you got for the Bolton fans about your time at the club? You, you've gone into a lot of detail about how much you actually yeah. did, did enjoy your time there as, yeah. as, a, as a city, as a city, sorry, as a town and as a club, you obviously enjoyed your time hugely. What, yeah. any, any sort of uh, thoughts for the fans, you know, about your time of those who, who remember you there? I, I would just say I, I had a great time there. The fans are unbelievable, um, and they just looked after it. They, they, they wanted their team to do well. It was a, it was all of a sudden wherever you went, if you went to the shop, people were encouraging you. And I just think that's what the, probably the club needs even more now is their fans exactly, to yeah. keep getting behind them, which they have done because I've mentioned sure I've, I've been to see them and they've, they've done really well. The fans have turned up on really difficult times, and hopefully they've turned a corner and. I'm sure bigger and better things like I had at that football club will come again for that football club. Like you say, football goes in circles, and that's yeah. uh, hopefully what that's yeah. what we hope will happen. Obviously, yeah. with us with us obviously looking like a League Two campaign next season, yeah. I think. So, just yeah. a couple of very quick questions, quick yeah. uh, quick fire ones. Who was the best player you felt like you played with in your time at, the, at Bolton Wanderers? Who, who would you say was the most talented player? Ooh, most talented player was probably Per Franson. Good shout, yeah. Very good player. I think it would, would it have been maybe quite close with him and Alan Thompson because Thompson had a wonderful effort as well. Yeah, Tom was. A, I knew Tom from thing. Yeah, I, I like under twenty ones. Yeah, I, I like Per Franson, and yeah, it, it was difficult. Scott Sellers is an excellent player. He was there, obviously. Yeah. Peter Beersley came in, unbelievable. Didn't play very often. Peter Beersley was good as gold. So yeah, there was a lot of good, lot of good players there. Yeah, certainly. I'd almost forgotten about Beards this time at the club. Yeah. He was a bit sort of uh, coming to the end of his career, wasn't he? A little yeah. bit underutilised. But yeah. uh, and uh, who would you say is the best player you've ever played with in your whole career? That's probably that's a question for you, isn't it? You're probably not. You might, you might need a couple of hours on that no, one. <laughs> I would say no problem. One little bit. It's Paul McGrath by a million miles. I thought you might say that, you know, because he was, yeah. he was, he was anyone who's played, anyone who played with him on podcasts yeah. I've listened to, they yeah. always say how tremendous he was as a player. And even when he, his injuries sort of stopped him training yeah. very much, he was still certainly world class. I was, at, I was at Aston Villa for four and a half years. He only trained once in four and a half years. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, like I say, the measure of the player, if he can yeah. sort of attain those levels without training. And yeah. um, who would you say the best player you've ever played against is? He run me ragged a couple of times. Was Ginola? I think oh, I get yeah, mentioned. Yeah, I think I get mentioned in his book more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame in being ripped apart by David Ginola. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. that season at Spurs. He was unplayable, and that that yeah. would have been around that time, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, last one, you've pl- you've uh, played under a, a, a huge amount of fantastic managers, and maybe some not as fantastic, but yeah. in in the main, I think the manager you've played under have been pretty pretty high caliber. Who would you say 
is the main the manager you would say has you enjoyed playing under the most, and maybe the one who's had the most influence on you. I think it was probably Ray Loonton. Right. Ray Loonton, obviously, he wasn't a big name, but what he did, he, he looked after all of us. He got a team together. He didn't have the best budget at the time. Uh, he was fighting to keep people up, but the training sessions he put on uh, and the way he treated everybody was all in the same. I thought he was excellent the way he got us through the two seasons that he did. Fantastic. I mean, I, I was expecting perhaps maybe Brian Robson, the way he spoke mm. about him, or maybe yeah. even Colin, Colin Sell, but no, it's an interesting answer. Yeah. And like I say, you, 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 there's a reason why he stayed at Watford so long, yeah. and, and that yeah. maybe maybe he was a big part in that then, yeah? Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Neil, I think I think it's... Uh, I didn't expect it to go on this long, but it's been fantastic with listening to your stories, and thank you so much for your time. It's no been a, an absolute pleasure, and uh, certainly remembering your time as a Bolton player, it certainly is a a decent fellow to speak to as you were a player so it's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure for myself to, to to share this time with you no problem if listen you've got my number if you need anything let me know fantastic neil